Welcome to the Mind Management Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bullock. Our brains are on autopilot, sorting information and just giving it all meaning. Here I'm going to teach you how to take your brain off autopilot, take control, and manage your thinking so you can live authentically as you and love authentically. I want you to create a life that you are proud to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back for another episode. It's not fall weather where I live, but it's technically, I'm basic. I'm one of the people that they make fun of on the Instagram reels and the TikTok videos. I mean, I'm not extreme over the top, but fall is my favorite. However, it's still like 98, I think it's 89 maybe degrees today where I live. So it's not quite sweater weather, but my house is freezing. So I have been wearing my sweaters inside, but then I go to pick up my kids or drop off my kids and I look like a psycho person with shorts and a sweater. So that's where we're at, but I love it. Yesterday, Monday, I got to Monday for me, excuse me, yesterday will be Wednesday for all you guys, but I had the best day ever. I was wearing fall outfit. I got to go in visit. I actually am weirdo too. And I like parent teacher conferences. I like being in the schools with my kids. So, but just a little bit, not a lot. So I got to visit my kids and see them in their little element for parent teacher conference, came home and got to do a coaching call where I didn't have any children at home. I got to speak to some new faces and it was so just exhilarating and fun. After that, I baked bread. (laughs) I I have the Kamut berries that I love. If you have not tried Kamut flour, go look up the Food Nanny. I love it. It tastes delicious. But like, y'all, I ground the wheat and baked bread. And it was just a beautiful day. I had a fall candle going and this is my favorite time of year. Those who know me well know that I listen to Christmas music year round. I think that the rule that you can only listen to it in December around Christmas time is a stupid rule. Like who made up that rule? If it's rainy, if it's a little bit cloudy or even under 80 degrees, I think it's totally acceptable. Or if I'm in a bad mood and I just need a little pick me up. Totally acceptable. Who makes up these stupid rules anyway? Anyway, okay. There's enough random information about Anna. I was just kind of just telling you about my great Monday. My Monday had a little bit of everything, a little bit of coach, a little bit of mom, a little bit of me pretending to be Holly Homemaker, and I loved it. It filled up my soul. So really the moral of that is just go find things that you love, and who cares if there's some rules that say you shouldn't love it? I don't care. Go do it. Go do it and drop all the rules. Anyway, okay. All right. So the topic that I have for you guys today is codependent relationships. Have you heard that topic being kind of thrown around Instagram? There are people talking about it. I don't know. Maybe you have a different feed than I do. But codependent relationships. (laughs) This is the definition. Not the definition, but one that I liked that was on Google. When I turned to kind of explain to it, I'm going to leave that to experts. 
So this explanation came from the clevelandclinic.org. It says, in codependent relationships, there tends to be a severe imbalance of power. Often, one person may be giving much more time, energy, and focus to the other person who, consciously or unconsciously, takes advantage of the situation <laughs> in order to maximize their needs and desires. I actually really like this explanation of a codependent relationship because in this podcast, I'm going to be talking to the one with codependent tendencies, the one who in the first part of that explanation, that definition, it says often one person may be giving much more time, energy, and focus to the other person. That's the part that I really want to focus on because this kind of funny thing happens in codependent relationships for the person who really does have codependency or you could kind of call it people-pleasing tendencies. It kind of becomes this, they are like a perpetrator. They are the mean one. They are the bad guy. They are the controller, the one who might consciously or unconsciously take advantage of the situation to get their needs met. That person becomes the bad guy in the story for the one with codependent tendencies. We start to think that it's their fault, that it's their creation, that we are being controlled by this person and they become a bad guy. But we don't realize that we have a very important role in that. There's that, you know, time, focus, attention, we give so much of our brain space to try to control what they are feeling and their emotions and their experience. Often this will come up in sentences like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells around you, which the second part of that definition, like consciously or unconsciously takes advantage of that situation. That's a real thing too, right? We actually do kind of, there's this little dance that we're doing back and forth because there's one person trying to people please, trying to keep the other person's emotions in check. And they kind of get used to that. They expect that. So if the dance changes, then, or if we try to break out of that dance, then they think that their emotion is being caused by the one who changed. And so does the codependent person start to believe that as well. We think that we are causing their emotions. What happens is we're just giving way too much power to the other person to cause our experience. They actually don't. It's our thought system, our system of thinking and our beliefs of what husbands and wives should and shouldn't do, how relationships should and shouldn't be, how this individual, this person should or shouldn't be the things that they should or shouldn't do. Those are our own beliefs to take responsibility for. Those beliefs can change as well. But those thoughts, those things that we think are right and wrong, they're what are creating that emotional experience for us. When we are living in codependent tendencies, we think that the things that we do, the things that we say, the way that we act is creating their emotion. But that's not really what's going on. What we are noticing is their patterns. We kind of get a clue into what their beliefs are. We get a clue into what makes them happy and what doesn't make them happy. And then we start just taking these patterns and this data 
and thinking that we control their emotions, forgetting that they are an individual with agency and they have the right to choose those emotions. That still is their creation. This is a very important part to realize because in order to combat some of your codependent tendencies, you're going to have to be able to let your spouse be a negative emotion and let yourself be a negative emotion. What happens when we give ourselves too much power over their emotions or them too much power over our emotions is we start this blame game and we need everybody else to change. We need him to change or her to change so we can feel a certain way. And this blame game, there is never a winner. Everybody loses every time. It's the fastest way to break connection. It's the fastest way to want to get out of the relationship. So the first step to kicking some codependent tendencies is taking 100% responsibility for your emotions and letting them have their emotions and letting yourself know, I don't create that emotion for them. Can I love them and have compassion in whatever emotion that they're going through? Absolutely. But I don't need to take ownership over their emotions. Those, that's their stuff. Their stuff, their stuff. Your stuff, your stuff. And as a side note, I really like to say codependent tendencies because I don't think that relationships should be labeled like codependent relationship. I'm a codependent person. This person's a codependent person. I don't think that black and white labeling helps us. I think everybody, every single person walking this green earth has codependent tendencies. Of course we do. Of course we do. Sometimes we get tricked into thinking that other people have power over our emotions. That's the same thing that's what's going on in this codependent relationship. We really want to please certain people. I think that's a very human trait. I don't know if you will ever break all of your quote-unquote codependent tendencies because we always kind of want to have people who like us. (laughs) This is one of those things that has programmed in our brain. We want the group acceptance, right? So I like to think that you're not codependent. You have some codependent tendencies and maybe some in your sometimes in your life you're going to have more tendencies than others. Like I think of myself and I really was heavily codependent and I have noticed what my brain was doing, what that I tried these ways and guess what? It didn't bring me any peace. And since then, I have really overcome some of these habits, these codependent tendencies that I have, but there are still some there and they do show up every now and then, especially when I am feeling insecure. Those codependencies might kick back up a notch because I now need somebody else's, well, I think, my brain thinks, that I need validation. I need somebody else to act a certain way so I can feel something. All right, so I want you to remember that just because I think we're so fast to label that it starts becoming part of our identity. Like I'm a codependent person and I don't think that ever serves anyone. I think saying sometimes I have codependent tendencies. I think that's so much more empowering, liberating, and it's malleable. It can be changed. So I talked about the first step, which is 
taking 100% responsibility for your emotions and letting them have their emotions. But there's a little part in that. <laughs> Let's slow that down. There's a lot to unpack in that. Have If you have codependent tendencies and you're starting to change that dance with, let's say your spouse, this could be really any relationship. It could be a parent, a sibling, a friend, just somebody that you're noticing. You maybe like the phrases, I walk on eggshells around them. I'm afraid to tick them off. I'm blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Just you'll know when there's somebody that you're extremely (laughs) trying very hard to keep happy, right? When you stop doing this dance with them. When you start letting them have their emotions and you take responsibility for your own emotions, they don't always love it. Remember, let's go back to that explanation. At the end of the explanation, they consciously or unconsciously take advantage of the situation in order to maximize their needs and desires. When you remove yourself from fulfilling that need or desire for them, they now have to decide how they're going to get this need met. And that's uncomfortable. Like, rather than making somebody the bad guy, let's just think about that for a minute. And let's have compassion for them, whether or not they were consciously or unconsciously taking advantage of it. Let's just like notice, yeah, that would be hard if they're used to you doing something every single day. And now you're kind of pulling the rug out from under them and not doing it anymore there might be some emotion involved. They might not love it because it takes energy to get that need met, to think about how they're going to get that need met. If you are meeting a need and they no longer have it met, it's now their issue that they have to take care of. I'm not making anybody a bad guy here. It's just, let's have compassion for that. It might change. The dance might change. And your spouse or the person that you have been pleasing might have an emotion about it. You can. You don't have to be mad or angry or, ha see, told you. <laughs> you should have been grateful. You don't have to do any of that. You can do it with so much love. Like, yes, I understand. And I'm no longer willing to do this. And I love you. I'm sorry, that will be hard. But you'll get it figured out. However that might look for you. But the real reason why you are stuck in these codependent relationships, you think You think it was to keep their emotions in check, but the reality of it is something happens for you when they are in a negative emotion. You have a certain feeling. What's the feeling going on for you when you watch them in a negative emotion? What I've heard from a lot of the clients that I coach is they think that they're selfish. They think that they've done something wrong. They think that they aren't enough. Like there's terrible emotions that come along with those thoughts while they're watching the other person in a negative emotion. We think that we're doing these things to control their emotion, but really it's our unwillingness to feel really crappy while they are in a negative emotion. It's our unwillingness to watch our brain and decide these things that my brain is telling me, like I am a terrible wife, I am a terrible whatever, These things I don't have to decide are true, but I am deciding I'm true. I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling whatever emotion that's super, really uncomfortable for you. You are not willing to feel that emotion. And that's why we have these tendencies. And we kind of lie to ourselves and think we're babysitting their emotions. (laughs) But really, we're babysitting ours in the hardest way possible. (laughs) 
We're not willing to let our spouse have any negative emotion because of how uncomfortable we get when they have that negative emotion, which is hard to hear, but it is the truth. Once you are willing to allow, and I say this with so much love because I'm not saying like stick it to them all the time and never try to meet any of their needs. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you get to make decisions case by case by case, what feels like love to you. And sometimes it will be doing the thing that you think that they want because that's the kind of person that you want to be because it feels good to you and you're willing to do it. And it's really not that bad, whatever it is, your reasons for doing it, but you have that choice of I get to do this or I don't do this. And either way, I will love myself. That's giving yourself complete freedom to make that choice that removes the obligation and the pressure of making that decision. It now becomes a choice. And you don't withhold love from yourself, either choice that you make. But we have to be willing to allow our spouse or the person that we are codependent with to experience negative emotion. If you haven't done it, if you haven't given it a try, It's not because you want to babysit their emotions. It's because you're not willing to babysit yours. You're not willing to take complete control and complete responsibility for yours. And it's hard. It's hard work. Um, I did put a video on Instagram a while ago for ways that you can manage your brain while you're watching the person that you love have negative emotion when you decide to change the stance. And again, you get to make those choices. I really want you to make the choices of what you decide to do and what you don't decide to do, not from spite, not from the thought that they're ungrateful, not from the thought that like they're mean and that they're the bad guy. None of that. I want you to make those choices of what you do and don't do because it's the kind of person that you want to be. This is who I like best version of Anna does what? Those are the choices that I want you to make, but I want you to give yourself the freedom to make those choices and allow the consequences of those choices and be on your team when you make those choices. Okay? That is the first step. That is, you can notice some codependent tendencies in your relationship. And I want you to be like, where? What is my role in this? Where have I given away? my emotional responsibility over to this person? And what can I do to take that back? How am I the creator of my emotions? What am I thinking? What am I believing? We really, really, really want to shift the lens over to them and notice what they're doing wrong and what they need to change. But you have no power over there. It's just going to make you miserable. And remember, we all have certain tendencies that could easily be labeled codependent tendencies. If you do this, it is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. It's very, very human to want to do this. Obviously, if we can notice patterns like mirroring and we can notice patterns like shame and blame cycles, we know that there is a pattern to human behavior. It is very human and there's nothing wrong with you and you're just like everybody else, okay? If you found any of this episode helpful, will you please go and rate or review this podcast? I want to start focusing on growing the podcast. 
And that's the best way to do it. That helps me reach more people and it helps people find out about this podcast. So go ahead, share it with a friend. I'm going to start doing drawings and just little giveaways, little shout outs to those people that do leave a review because it does mean a lot to me. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and take just a little bit of time to manage your mind and take it off of autopilot for a minute and decide what you want to believe intentionally because you have control, more control than you think. I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you later, my friends. Bye.